0: Hello and welcome to 25 Cents, an Apple Arcade podcast. I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Nick. Each episode, we'll be talking about the Apple Arcade and other games that we've tried, what we keep going back to, and what we think might be great games to check out if you've got kids. And you can find us wherever you list
0: podcasts, of course, or on the web at goodstuff.fm. literally just i went to hit the chat window and i hit end stream oh no <laughs> On the, <laughs> i was like i debate you know there's the row of three i'll just hit it live again obviously it's gonna i don't know what that'll mess up something but anyways i was it's like i could there's a row of three buttons with five buttons in each row Start stream is in the bottom right corner, and it flips to finish stream when in, when you're live, right. right? which makes sense. But it also kind of, because I was debating, like, do I put it on the bottom or the top? Where do I want it? Or do I even want it there? And clearly, I shouldn't. Yeah,
1: you, you need the little, like, flip top, you know, key, yeah, engage. exactly. You know.
0: <laughs> so, sorry if you're watching. I mean, that, I guess, resets the videos on the stream, so that's good. But uh, this the audio is fine. We'll keep going from here. I'll just cut this part out, I guess. But um, anyways. <laughs> adventures in streaming after it went so well yesterday i'm uh, now uh dealing with yeah issues today yeah.
1: how are you doing nick i'm pretty good how's your uh, how's your shelter at home going with uh, the family and everyone
0: uh, it's going good now it definitely feels like we're we're sort of settled into this like this is the reality of life and uh almost like disease notwithstanding obviously like end the disease and get the vaccines and all that kind of stuff but I kind of like my wife and I were talking we we don't we're not really in a hurry to go back to normal busy life where like you don't have a immediate obvious out of social commitments and activities and things just right. like maybe we're becoming too much of a hermit and like going back to normal life is going to be really awkward and weird but um that's sort of where we're at we're kind of hunkered down although now it's finally gotten nice here so kids are outside, we're able to go for walks, bike rides, whatever, and probably do like, there's a lot of, I don't know if this is happening where you are or if it's frowned upon, but people are starting to do sort of like um, driveway drinks where they'll like, you know, sit one, one family sort of at the top of the driveway, one's at the bottom of the driveway, bring your own lawn chair, your own drinks, your own whatever, and just kind of shout at each other across your driveway just to sort of connect a little bit beyond a Zoom call. Yeah, How's life in your world? I I
1: have not seen that um, going around in, in our neighborhood, although we're not, the most car oriented place. I mean, kind of we are, but, cause we're pretty close in, in the city, but, um, uh, I, I could imagine that working. Um, I think, I think what you'd have to deal with more is the, the so-called Seattle freeze tends to default to less social activities most of the time. Um, but I have seen a lot of pictures of people doing good distancing at, at all of our uh, parks because last week was really nice weather and, um, uh, it was, it happened to be spring break, although that obviously didn't change much for school other than the teacher wasn't posting anything in the app. Um, <laughs> yeah. And now we're kind of trying to get back into that routine of actually, there are sort of some assignments you should do. Um, even if it's kindergarten, even if it's online only.
0: Yeah. We're back in the swing of things in the schoolwork. This week was a bit rough going back to that, yeah. I think. And, uh, um, but the luckily they hadn't been too long. So they've, they've adjusted two of the three of our kids, I won't name names, but are really keen to get it done first thing in the morning. And then the other one is sort of drags it out all morning. So we're having fun with that. But, uh,
1: I think you mentioned before we started recording they're they're on Minecraft right now. So is that a, they have to finish the schoolwork and then they get Minecraft sort of situation or what's the, what's the parenting strategy there? (laughs) Yeah,
0: we basically do the, uh, so we have, uh, in our world, eleven o'clock is uh, when screen time can start, and there's kind of like a screen time window from eleven till two or whatever, and get an hour or so or whenever we decide to we need to stop or we are done work or whatever we happen to be doing or having lunch or whatever and so as long as they get everything done, some of the homework some of the a bit of cleanup and organizing and get dressed and you know breakfast and all that kind of stuff all that kind of stuff happens by eleven then they can have dive into screen time and so That's more or less worked, and then it's just a matter of whether we're busy enough or or free enough, I guess, to be able to come back and check to make sure they are done those things before they dive into screen time. That's where some of the fun, air quotes, fun starts. But um, it's nice with the Microsoft ecosystem on the Xbox anyways, where we can actually lock down the accounts to like, it only works from 11 till 2, and you get an hour within that window. So then they figured out, well, it's probably better to like do Minecraft on the computers because there's no like lockdown system <laughs> and mom and dad might forget for a little while and they get an hour and a right. half instead because they get busy and doing a live not stream watching or the whatever clock. they have to be and, doing. So, yeah. Yeah. And just kind of enjoying the silence. So how about you? What's, uh, what's it, the day-to-day life? Yeah.
1: Life? So uh, techn- like true screen time is really reserved for the afternoons, kind of like during dinner prep and so forth. Um but we've been doing a lot more sort of screen time because of the nature of some of the remote learning stuff. You know, there's different apps that the district or the teacher has recommended or uses uh, actively. Some of which are you know kind of educational games. Um, so far, what I've seen, I've been kind of unimpressed with the options that the the district was was recommending um, in terms of you know little little math games and stuff. Um, but I, I it sounds like. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be the first live uh, kindergarten class. Uh, the the teacher is going to run <laughs> a Zoom call for as many of the students show, and um, that will be fascinating to watch. I think uh, I have <laughs> I've heard other parents that I know mention exactly how that goes. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. what's on our our mind. Um, we don't have anything locked down for screen time yet. But we might start using some of the the iOS features on the family iPad to say like, well, during this time, you know, only the school apps are allowed, um, that, that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. It's, a, it's a fun sort of state, like the, yeah, seeing the various stages of, of our kids anyways, grade seven, grade four, grade two, and like their teachers capabilities of doing all the online learning stuff. And then some of them, they're like sent to like, yeah, it's like a typing tutor site, but obviously a very like, uh upsell uh lots of ads and and trying to get you to buy an account but like a grade two is supposed to navigate and <laughs> figure out where right. the actual button is to click to play the game when there's five other buttons that say click this game button or whatever and it's all advertisements and stuff so it's been kind of a weird learning curve that way but and they're all like yeah doing like slideshows putting together slideshow projects for their class and stuff and so I guess it's good in learning PowerPoint and buttons and clicking and how easy it is to lose a text box in PowerPoint and have it never come back again. <laughs> Other tearful things and discoveries that way, but yeah,
1: yeah. What was it recently? I think my son was using some drawing app and like deleted the whole layer, and and that was <laughs> I, I was able to find the undo, but it was in a different place than like the within layer undo. And uh, there were, there was some tears over that because his entire drawing (laughs) of a boat was gone uh, until I figured out how to, how to get it back. Um, Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But, but you know, I think, I think in general for screen time, we're we're kind of trying to keep the flexibility because we don't know what our routine is going to be up to. You know, if I have a, a work meeting or my wife has um, you know a call with a, a friend or or whatever whatever we're all trying to do around the house, cleaning and and food prep and so on. That um, sometimes we just need to be able to do that very focused occupy when when a book isn't an option or or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. And you got, like everybody, we've seen the Twitter and wherever, whatever social media app of like, relax about the screen time rules, and it's going to be okay. We're all, you know, it's a weird world right now. Yeah, exactly. So that's generally our approach too. It's just, yeah, we have one kid who's an addict and would just be there all day if we didn't have some sort of monitoring. So we kind of have to do it for, what we do for one, we do for all. So speaking of which, the in Kids Corner, what kind of games have uh, been occupying screen time so i i'm minecraft mainly these days they they discovered a bit of um uh they tried uh the switch game that the train one conductor
1: conduct together oh yeah um we haven't a bit gone back to that one
0: yeah it hasn't it wasn't enough to sort of hook them in they did some mario kart um and unlocked a bunch of the or got the three stars or whatever for a bunch of the tracks and things like that right and uh and then they've discovered psych is the game i think from ellen degeneres like publishing or whatever on the phone that they've discovered with friends that they play over um, oh. like a FaceTime call and then I'll play this site game, like sort of answer questions and guess who's, whose questions are, or whose answers are which and all that kind of stuff. So that's sort of where our kids have been anyways, landed. How about what, what have you guys been doing?
1: Yeah. So I think, I think you had recommended among your various Jackbox uh, games was uh, drawful two was on sale on the switch. So we grabbed that for like a buck and, um, uh, we've just been playing that one locally, the the three of us, and and that's been pretty fun. It's interesting because my son wants to write very detailed captions as part of the game for the pictures, like <laughs> like seven or eight words, so it's very obvious which ones, which clues are are his. Um, and we're kind of like, well, yeah. try to be a little little more vague, so we don't know if it's you or the or the game, right? But um, we're working on that, <laughs> and then, um. um Day, the the French, um, like board game company released a couple of their print and play demos for free. And one of them is this escape room puzzle game with a companion app. And so you have to like work with the cards physically. And then, you know, sometimes some of the puzzle some of the puzzles will say, you know, hit this button in the app and enter the code and the app will, will check that you did it right. Um, that was interesting, but a little too hard, uh, um, even for me, let, let alone a, let alone a six-year-old, <laughs> six-and-a-half-year-old. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so the other thing was, uh, yeah, I talk about games I used to play, and he's always very interested in that. Um, so I think the other week I was talking about how much I loved the Sim games as a kid. And so I found a, a, a copy of Sim Life off the back of a truck for DOS uh, and fired that up. And wow. just showed him, and it was actually really interesting. I think we were talking before the call about sort of windowing in apps. So it's a DOS game, and I vaguely remember trying it at a friend's house. But they implemented like an entire windowing system, just you know, within with pixels, like inside of a of a DOS uh, full screen view. Um, to handle yeah. all the palettes and and game maps and stuff, it, it, so it's interesting going back almost thirty years now and seeing what um, what games were doing on different platforms uh, to be able to sort of, especially complicated simulation games, which are generally lacking on you know like a Switch or an iOS. Uh, yeah, they're very much a a PC sort of platform thing.
0: I just lo- I was thinking I was loading up a. Uh... A demo or a video of it but actually sim life you can play on archive.org i guess and so uh, for anybody watching the stream anyways that's what's loading right now it's actually like a dos emulator that's actually playing the game i think
1: yeah so you can emulate (laughs) uh like a dos pc (laughs) just in javascript these days i guess um yeah this is
0: bizarre i'm like i'm gonna get lost in this because i'm gonna play some game that i totally remember playing uh was this actually the game? I don't know. You, I guess you're not seeing it, but this is the game that... Oh, yes. I remember playing this. Yeah,
1: that's, that's what we tried that's, the other day. We, we went through the tutorial. Um, <laughs> but it's interesting because the tutorial actually basically teaches you how to do window management because I think the assumption was you might not have <laughs> yeah. used a graphical user interface on a computer, uh, which is pretty wild. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> you know, compared to, awesome. compared to modern game tutorials that um, you know, try to really get you into the, into the gameplay. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess I didn't even need to download a, a copy of the game. I could just play it in in browser. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, I, I put a lot of time into, um, for sure, SimCity 2000 and SimTower, a little bit of SimFarm, and then some of the other Maxis games I played at like friends' houses or or something like that. Um, I think connecting to our last topic, games like this simulation games were kind of a way around screen time because I could be like, "Oh, mom, dad, they're they're educational." I'm like learning something about city management, <laughs> right? Which on the surface it is like I remember there was like
0: a train was one I played uh, which was like like just basically what it sounds like you're basically like a train coordinator management like figuring out how to get loads of cargo from here to there and set up the right routes to right. make the most money. And like it's basically like business simulator kind of thing that you in effect, you could almost categorize as like economics 101 or whatever that you're learning. And and it's bizarre how much fun I had and how many hours I spent. Or like even, uh, what was the one? It was like Wayne Gretzky hockey, but it, was, it wasn't it was the game that you played. It was just the management simulator of like your team. And you didn't actually even watch them play the game. They just simulated like the game in, in yeah. text basically. Told you who scored, who got injured, who got a penalties. And then you could trade players and all that. like Purely just like, yeah, obviously my wire, my brain was very wired that way. Of management, <laughs> somehow it's like a fun game to simulate. Well, I think
1: um, like like football manager is one of the most popular games on Steam, or like farming simulator. Like some of these yes. uh, sort of business sim games are even more popular than than the big AAA titles that you hear about um, uh, yeah. on console, <laughs> uh, which is which is funny funny to me. Um, see, I think uh, there's not much going on in in apple tv rumor world other than some somebody claims there's an apple branded controller coming out
0: yeah mark german who's like a apple rumor guy at i forget which site he's at but basically you know he said there's a new uh, just kind of revitalize the rumors that uh, before 2020 ends there'll be a new apple tv and which we kind of assume at some point here and also yeah an apple tv controller of some sort or Apple controller, sorry, that could I guess in theory go to the Apple TV or maybe your iPad as well. I'm I'm really skeptical that the Apple act, Apple would actually release a heart a controller just because there's so much out there that they could just benefit from using the other yeah you know Xbox etc. But. You never know, I guess. Maybe they're bored in their own isolation chambers. <laughs>
1: and know. I've found, um, so I have the one Xbox controller for use with Apple Arcade and and pairing it between whether it's my phone or the family iPad, or even um, uh, one of our laptops that runs Catalina, it's not that bad. I mean, you just have to redo the Bluetooth um, pairing process. And it, you know, maybe maybe an Apple branded one would be more like the the AirPod experience where it's like really easy to move between devices that are logged into the same Apple ID or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, I am definitely still interested in that, that future hardware for more for TV and streaming, but then getting some of these games on the big screen. Um, so have you, have you played any, uh, of the more recent Apple Arcade re- releases? <laughs> no, I just threw a bullet point in there to surprise <laughs> you. <laughs> Chris's I confessional is the title yeah. in, the, well, we, well, in the thing. And, recurring segment <laughs> yeah. except this is actually so
0: in terms of like actual breaking news for I need like some sort of uh uh where's the i don't have a good that's not the right uh, sound is that but, chewy <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's not good it's not the uh maybe the bad. bad news no um but the uh i actually this month i i was one night going through just I don't know what, it, what kind of mood I'm, I'm deleting my Facebook account. I'm de- like sort of purging, right. right? And I I finally was like, you know what? I'm not playing Apple Arcade games. So I, I was looking into the how much I'm paying and what the like just how the subscription works and stuff. And I was like, and then uh, before I knew it, I canceled. Not, I mean, I intentionally did it. But I I unsubscribed, canceled my subscription <gasps> yes. to Apple Arcade. <laughs> so what this means for the podcast is not. I mean, who knows? We we can still talk about games. It's not going to end the podcast, but. Um, but yeah, it was kind of just like, I'm paying for this, the, I love doing the podcast with you and having chat about video games and life and whatever around it. But i am just, I know that I'm not playing Apple arcade games right. and, and it's just not a draw for, like we've talked about before. I don't need to reiterate all that, but the, and so it was kind of like, I, I am fine with paying for stuff, you know, on, on the guise of it's for a podcast, it's for fun, it's for whatever and exploring that. But it also f- started to feel like I'm paying for this and sort of forcing myself to play it, even though I'm not really drawn to playing it at this point anyways. And that's the beauty, I think, for folks like I know I remember somebody asking us at the beginning, like, should I go for the subscription or should I not? And unless you obviously if you do the annual subscription up front, which then you're paying, I forget what it is, fifty instead of sixty or whatever the numbers, however it works out. Um, you know, you can just drop it for a month and join up again. And in theory, your saves might also still be there. I think I guess that's one thing I can test in a couple months if I join up again. But um as long as the game supports, which most of them are supposed to, app, uh, Apple's iCloud, Save, Game Center, Save, whatever it's called.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think they have to. API. Um, yeah.
0: So in theory, that should still be there, um, which I'll be curious about. But anyways, I just, it was kind of like a bit of a, <laughs> not in the grand scheme of things, very minimal therapeutic moment. But it was a, a nice kind of like, oh, yeah, I don't actually have to do this. Right. And and I'm the one who pulled you into the <laughs> Switch world. That's that's my fault. But um so i'm not we don't have to i i'm still curious about the platform i love apple stuff obviously and and even now i've upgraded all my computers to catalina and so got prompted it was like two days after i um canceled the subscription then i got upgraded my imac and got prompted with a nice like apple arcade now on desktop or whatever prompt when i loaded up the catalina imac and it was like oh maybe i should check that out And actually it's still working until the end of the month here so
1: Oh, um, interesting! So, so they my, gave you a new trial as part of the OS update.
0: No, actually, like my subscription ends at April twenty ninth, oh, something like that. Like the you cancel it, so it doesn't renew, but it stays going until your payment or whatever is done, like that, the last payment. They don't cut you off immediately and prorate it or something like right. that. So, so that's my confessional.
1: Well, I think my Apple Arcade podcast. <laughs> I mean, maybe we are more of a quarantine parenting gaming uh, show at this point, point. Uh, and we'll 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 keep doing that uh, indefinitely because it's it's been a, a a lot of good conversations around games. Both, well, and I I mean, I keep bringing up non Apple Arcade games as well, um, in in part because of some of the limitations on the selections on the platform. Um, it does feel like we're in a new cadence of new games coming out. Like there was kind of a lull around the new year and now there's more new games, more variety. And I, I kind of wonder if this is like the second wave of developers as opposed to the launch planned games that were happening. Um, so I've definitely uh, tried a couple of the new releases.
0: Um, yeah, what don't you do uh, here? I'm going to try a new feature. I've got a five minute count down overlay
1: oh okay so we're going to blast through <laughs> new games nick has new, tried. new games all right let's do <laughs> in, it in five minutes so i believe so we're starting now this week uh we saw the releases of a fold apart which is a uh platformer with a origami postcard mechanic. So to move through the game, you take pieces of paper and kind of fold them around each other or fold them over each other to connect your platforms and be able to move through. Um, It's... uh, We didn't get very far in it. Um, I think I'll go back to it. It has a very uh, up character design vibe. Mm. Um, The... The it's it's some sort of story about a, a couple where they have to work in different cities, so they're they're sending postcards to each other, and you're trying to kind of reconnect. And it's a very uh, emotional story-driven kind of game. Uh, one of the interesting things is when you start the game, you get to choose the uh, the genders of your couple. So the story, I assume. Is the same no matter what, but you can you can choose uh, two men, two women, a woman a man, and there was a fourth option that I think maybe was meant to be like non-binary of, for one of the couples. But it's hard to tell because they're just kind of changing the hair of the character design. Um, but I thought that right. was uh, an interesting uh, step for for inclusion yeah. in terms of you know the the relationship doesn't really matter what uh, gender you are. It just you are uh, going through the story in. A character that makes sense for you as the player, uh, which I like. Um, we tried Beyond Blue, which is kind of a maybe appropriate for Earth Day being this week. Um, you're a scientist swimming through the ocean, and you get um, up close to different species and and get to learn their names. And they also have in a different view actual video of actual like oceanologists and marine biologists talking about stuff so that's one to explore Mm. it's from the developers of um never alone
0: never alone Uh,
1: and so that one looks really pretty it did not grab my son i I, which surprised me because he really likes nature documentaries so we might try that one again but that one didn't seem to be one uh that he was excited about although it did demonstrate he's getting better at 3d controls uh, which is interesting And then uh, played Skyfish, which came out a couple of weeks ago on Arcade. Um, Very strong uh, 2D Zelda, like Link to the Past, SNES vibes. You know, you're you're running around, there are monsters and multi-level obstacles, and you can break pots and cut down bushes to collect shards, which you can use to craft things and get a better sword. And it has this interesting mechanic where your sword is also a fishing pole that you can use to hook enemies towards you or or hook little, you know, grappling things that let you move around the map. Um, it's, it's been good. I played it with just the on-screen controls on my phone, um, and it works okay. Some of the bas- boss battles are definitely more difficult mm. without a controller, I would say, because you have to do a lot more dodging. Um, yeah, so I think those those are the new uh, Apple Arcade uh, releases I've tried I did go back to Grindstone because uh, they did an update. I think we mentioned with 15 new levels, so I cleared those out. Um, they introduced a new color changing mechanic. Um, you know, it's it's still probably my favorite game on on arcade that I keep going back to. Just a really great relaxing puzzler.
0: Yeah the the Skyfish one I like I actually just played last night in our Switch Switch corner that I noticed is not in the list right now. I'll have to sabotage the list yes
1: uh, we can change the template uh, now that we are uh doing things just, a little differently yeah. <laughs> you still
0: got we still got a minute left you did oh. really good there like a minute 20 left still in your your uh, discussion your recap but skyfish looks like the zelda one uh looks like to me i see that and i think i would love to see that on the apple tv that's like yes big color bright colors like i don't want it confined down to my phone or my i don't have an ipad that's new enough to play this game so that's part of the reason too why i know i need to or i wanted to sub- cancel the subscription at this point anyways is just because until like there's an apple tv where it's a, it it competes with my sort of mental space of how i how and when i game is right. sitting on the couch kids are in bed or with the kids and we do something together like that um that's where the phone is more like where i play a quick game by myself on right uh, coming up that we'll talk about like letterpress or grindstone for that matter, which is the one I definitely will miss as well. Uh, if, if, or when my subscription expires, I'm actually curious what, what happens to the game? Like if I'm the games will stay installed, I presume, and I'll just keep click it and it'll be like, play this or subscribe again to play this game or whatever, some sort of prompt I'm assuming will happen. Um, so we'll see how much my mental, uh, memory of like hitting the Grindstone button on my phone right? <laughs> triggers before I just pay again for the thing. So five seconds remaining That's um, it for new games.
1: Yeah. I think that that covers my new arcade games. I could talk a little bit about some non arcade games. Oh, there's a bell and everything fancy. <laughs> well, I did. That, oh, but yeah, <laughs> but
0: yeah, why don't we talk about quick iOS, uh, non arcade games. Yeah. So do another five minute countdown just for fun.
1: <laughs> I, I don't think I have five minutes fun. to talk about there. Yeah. Um, I just saw this morning, Letterpress, which is you know, one of those word games that I've gone back to over and over again uh, over the years and, and still play um, mostly with my mom and my sister and a couple of friends, um, did a big update, Letterpress 5, I believe it is, and they added group play. So now you can create a group and auto-match anyone in that group instead of just Playing the person over and over again, and then within the group, you get rankings and statistics and stuff on like win loss and words played and yeah. so forth. So, uh, just started a group with with my family, and I think we'll we'll continue playing the game, but now under that that group mode instead of a bunch of individual games, you know, me versus my mom, my mom versus my sister, and so on.
0: And is that one where you the groups I had another chat? I just saw your tweet just you know a few minutes before we started recording, and that was like instant sort of nostalgia. to – I can't remember when Letterpress. It was like one of the not the first wave of games for iOS, but definitely sort of in that second wave. I think Lauren Brichter, maybe yes. the guy who developed Tweety for Tweetbot or for. Ma- twitter app for ios developed it and then it was sold to someone else but uh yeah nostalgia hit for me on that one but so with the groups thing is it it looked like you can only create one group or are you allowed to have multiple groups
1: uh i think you know
0: if you didn't go that far it's fine i just
1: you can definitely be a member of multiple groups but i think you can only create one group yeah you, right. so you have a group That's, and then you can be a member of more groups okay
0: okay that's I was debating, yeah, setting up like a good stuff group or whatever for the Discord folks. Patreon.com slash stuff FM, by the way. Uh good plug. For those folks. Yeah. Um, but uh then I was like, well if I set that one up, then I can't set one up maybe with my wife and friends or whatever that we wanted to do that that way. So but uh we'll investigate that a little further. Obviously someone else could set it up that doesn't have uh internet community, I guess, to be a part of and then
1: I just join. Right. Um, I think Letterpress is also held up as um, one of the vanguards of the flat design that came out with, was it iOS 7? Yes, yeah. That um, it, it was before that and and kind of heralded the that what the what the whole OS would start to look like, because um, it's a very minimalist um, interface for a word game, which is interesting.
0: Yeah, that one in Threes was kind of, yes. Threes was like sort of the, the skeuomorphic, anamorphic, skeuomorphic, which one is it? Skeuomorphic. I think a little bit anyways had like a little bit of 3d element to it, but less than what everything else before it had and kind of those games as they sort of transitioned to this new style of design. So, all right, well that was two minutes on two and a half, I guess,
1: technically I I, I went longer than I predicted. So I'll I'll note one other thing, which is, (laughs) so we've mentioned before that, um, uh, Apple Arcade lacks sort of a board and card game category, which is, at least for me, one of many of the games that I've purchased on the App Store over the years is, is in that category. Um, some of them uh, digital only, and some of them the digital version of a physical game. So we grabbed um, Tokaido. I saw was on sale, and I've played this one physically uh, once or twice. the The premise is that you are a Traveler along this famous uh, Japanese road uh, in in a historical period, and you're visiting hot springs and painting paintings and collecting souvenirs and eating meals at inns. And um, uh, the the iOS version is great. Like it's a really good adaptation of the game. Very clear interface with cute little character designs as they move around what would be just tokens on a board. Um, and you know, there's a couple of different strategies you can play with a lot of this uh, style of game, where you can like focus in one area or and try to get all the bonuses, or or try to be kind of spread out your strategy among the different sources of victory points. Um, and uh, you can play against AI. There's apparently also online play, although I haven't set up an account to try that yet. But uh, that's been fun, and and my son has enjoyed that one. And you know, as with many board games, we play as a family. Um, he plays the way he wants to play and I will suggest optimal strategy and he may or may not uh, take that advice. So he's not winning at it, but he's still having a lot of fun. Um, uh, I think especially the art style of the game helps with that. Um, so he'll, he likes collecting the paintings, uh, even though that's not the best way to get the most points. That's something he enjoys doing. (laughs) And is it, uh, it, is it like a pass and play or how do you play it
0: together as a family or as with your son?
1: Yeah, yeah. So you, you do pass and play on the same device and whoever's farthest back along the road gets the next turn. So then you just, you hand it to the to the next person and, and then they pick which location they want to stop at next and score whatever points and make whatever uh, decisions to like buy or not buy something or whatever the case may be. Right, um, yeah. And there's some randomness too that comes up um, I don't actually remember how the randomness is implemented in the physical game, but you know some of the places you'll get you'll get like a random bonus, and obviously the app is just you know generating a random number um, but yeah, I mean yeah. i I always like board games and digital board games are nice because they play faster you know you can there's like a really good tutorial mode usually where you can learn the game better than you could reading you know like a four or five page instruction manual. uh the setup is instantaneous, you're not spending you know. 10 15 minutes placing all the figures on the board and, and all that, um, and then you can complete a game in like maybe t- against the computer, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, as opposed to 45 to an hour kind of scale. So it's always a, a nice way to really get into a game and learn the strategy. Um, I've done that over the years with, with Carcassonne and Dominion and these other popular board games where I even own the physical copy, but the digital version is, is just a lot of fun. Um, so that's, yeah. that's when I go back to, and, and like I said, I, I feel like that's an area that's missing on Apple arcade, but then you get into complicated licensing things where these games are actual games being printed by a company. So they'd have to have a developer do a deal with Apple, et cetera. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's always, and then, yeah, the, there was one Carcassonne. No, um, maybe it was Carcassonne that had a really good online version or iOS version. And then was sold to develop or they shut down the online play? I forget which I, one was I think
1: it? the physical game developer signed only a limited time license with the digital game developer. Right. And now there's a totally new version of the digital game with a new developer that, you know, they they transferred the... They, 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 re, they redid there, the app with a new developer because the the digital license to play the game changed uh, or turned over or whatever so it's it's like a it's like yeah. your your favorite show leaving Netflix right it, it's kind of like that yeah.
0: <laughs> and replacing the lead actor with someone else yeah. Is- you don't recognize, but it's supposed to be just as good. Yeah. But uh, I haven't played the new one, so I can't say. I just remember the the developers of the original were really passionate about it and really loved the game, obviously, and did. It, it, that was a skeuomorphic era game for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it had but, a lot of uh, wood
1: paneling, yeah. uh, just like the old Game Center app. And um, I remember that being one of the first board game ports for for iOS that was like really really good, and it worked on iPad and iPhone at the time. Um, so that was a that was an old example of of one I. I definitely played a lot of as a as a digital board game yeah. i have not tried the new one cool but yeah letterpress
0: is great to have back and uh i mean that it actually didn't go away i think it's just an update right yes. so i just hadn't had, I, I had it must i had it uninstalled it at some point on my phone and then the it does have a mac os version as well that's compatible as far as syncing play um so that's a kind of a nice option too for for folks and then ipad of course as well so um, that's a fun one. And I think, I don't know, I haven't, it's been a while since we had it and I don't know, I think our kids would enjoy it enough. Now they can spell, they can read words. And so obviously I had varying levels of, <laughs> of competency there, but, uh, so definitely like, you know, kindergarten grade one, wherever your kids are at with reading, uh, definitely would be a good one to, to try and, um, have a bit of fun with too. As long as you're not, you know, taking it too seriously, right. you don't get all the words right away. <laughs> It can get stressful, I guess, if it's a timed word game. So, um, cool. Well, that's a good, good run through of, uh, I think all the sort of video game stuff. I've on our brief switch corner, I am I pulled Breath of the Wild again and kind of like navigating that one and getting reconnected with it. Just riding a horse around the world feels very relaxing for some reason, yeah. These yeah. days,
1: you can actually go outside, sort of, yeah. <laughs>
0: and uh yeah but uh and, and i learned the hard way not to accidentally swing your sword and hit your horse because it will run away from you oh <laughs> when you do that understandably yeah i have uh, not played don't like to get hit but yeah that's that's sort of where that's at and uh i think we'll cut her off there so if you want to get in touch with us and give us feedback we'd love to hear from you uh we're on twitter at 25c arcade uh i'm chris at good FM as well if you prefer to email and uh but thank you for listening to 25 cents and apple arcade podcast question mark you can find <laughs> me on twitter <laughs>
1: at i Chris. and you can find me on twitter and most everywhere else as ultra nerd with that's n-u-r-d
0: and of course, you can find 25 cents wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure, like I said before, check out uh, the Good Stuff Patreon, patreon.com slash good stuff to support the podcast network as well as uh, get involved in our Discord. And if you're a Minecraft player, there's we've got a Minecraft server that we play. I need to actually log on and check that out. I it's been a while since I've ran through the world and uh, checked things out um, and done a little screencast or whatever of it too. But uh, yeah, we have lots of fun in there and then uh, chat in the Discord about life and a little bit of COVID and a lot of <laughs> goofy other stuff. So patreon.com slash good stuff. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Have a great day. See you later. Bye.